Welcome everyone to the podcast. I am your host, Dairo. And in this podcast, we'll be talking about you as it relates to personal finance, where financial freedom is a new status quo. Let's give a shout out to any new listeners and a big shout out to all our current listeners. This is The Millinery Matrix. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. everybody doing i hope everyone's safe out there i just want to give an update on what's going on with the coronavirus and how it's affecting us here in the united states last week felt like it was a huge turmoil a lot of craziness it was a roller coaster ride not only on the financial market but on our on the united states ourselves in our lives ourselves um it feels like a lot of people are stockpiling goods for could be the end of the world um just in case for what the fear is that we might have to quarantine ourselves for multiple days. Again, it's a lot of fear monger, um, but there is a little raise of concern. Again, just be safe. But let's just let's just start off with the coronavirus itself, COVID-19. Uh, in the United States, there's a total of uh, 164 cases. And I'm only going to talk about the United States right now. Um, out of the 164 30 are travel-related, 18 are person-to-person, and 110 are still unknown. Most of the cases are coming out of Washington, California, and New York. In total, there have been 11 deaths, and I believe they all came from Washington. And the majority of the cases of the deaths are coming from that one retirement home, nursing home up there in Washington. Um, again, it's it's crazy. The fear mongers out there. The fear is just increasing, just because it seems like the the virus is is so quick to spread. Um, but again, don't panic. From what the statistics shows, uh, young kids, right? Healthy young kids, um, middle aged to young young people are okay. If, if you get pro- if you're with the coronavirus and you have no respiratory issue or no major issues, you should be fine. You should come out of this. Okay. For the elderly, um, which is where the most of the concern is, and this is where the most deaths are coming from, it could be a huge problem if they get attacked by this, by this virus. But you should still go about your day-to-day. Just be safe. Just take care and follow the the guidelines of the CDC. They have uh, information online of what you should do to prevent any um, outbreaks in, in your area. Wash your hands, you know, don't cough like a madman. So just be careful and stay safe. Now, as for the financial market, because um, again, this is a podcast about you and your personal finance and how you should go about when it comes to epidemics like these. Last week for the financial market, or the last two weeks for the financial market, has been just a roller coaster disaster. Or fun, right? You can see it as a disaster. I see it as an opportunity. 
Um, and I want to show you why I see it as an opportunity. So let's start off February 24th, uh, 21st. The Dow Jones opens up at 29K, right? And and everything seems good. And then that's when the, the basically the fear of the coronavirus really took off running. On February 8th, the, the down opened up at 25K. From the 26th to the 28th, it plummeted almost $2,000, $2, right? Um, that's how that's how fear, I think at that day, it, it, the down was like 1,000 points. Then from the 28th to the tw uh, 28th to the 2nd, it kind of rallied back up, right? As people were coming back to the census saying it wasn't too much of a crazy thing, um, but it didn't really last, right? It, it dipped again. And then on March 4th, it rallied again. Um, and that was, uh, I believe, a Wednesday because after um, the, what do you call it? The the March, uh, the Tuesday something for 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 the politics that are running um, the races, uh, Bernie and Sanders, uh, Bernie and Sanders, excuse me, Biden and Sanders uh, were going off getting votes from from the different states, and it turned and it looked like um, Biden was ahead of Sanders. Warren has dropped off, and everybody pretty much has dropped off. The only people who are left are Biden and, and Sanders. So the market rallied, um, thinking Biden was ahead. Which, if you really look into it, it he's really not. Um, they're still kind of neck and neck. Um, but then the following day, the market dipped again because the Fed came out and dropped the rates, giving a sense of fear that the economy is not OK. And because the economy is not OK or it looks like it's not OK, we needed intervention from the Feds. All right. So it's been an up and down roller coaster. So I understand from an investor's point of view, especially if you're if you're not a if you're a new investor. Um, this could be extremely painful. So that's why it, it's very urgent. And I, and I said this on the last episode that when you invest, you, you have to understand your risk tolerance because you're going to have moments like this. And in moments like this is when people make the worst case decisions. Right. And in, in moments like this is when people actually make the best decisions that in the end give them huge dividends. So. Till the last update, I'm still staying kind of where I was, and I'm telling people, and again, this is just my personal information. I'm not an advisor. Don't sell. Stick to your guns. Um, if your assets or your investments feel a little um, shaky, go back in there and take this time to, to restructure it so it's at your level of risk tolerance. But I'm not the only one saying not to sell. A lot of the major gurus out there are telling you not to sell, to stay to your guns, and in fact, to buy more. All right, these are the opportunities that you would buy more and invest in because eventually things are going to get better. The coronavirus is not forever, right? It, there's going to be eventually a either uh, a cure or a vaccine for it and we're going to just move along and everything's going to come back to normal in fact there's a few articles i kind of want to read to you so you kind of see where where people are hinting the coronavirus struck marriott's stock hard time to buy 
The market have reacted strongly to the increase in cases of the novel coronavirus outside of China and hotel stocks have taken a meaningful hit. Considering the impact of the outbreak could have on hotel occupancy rates and the broader global travel industry, the Marriott International stock has fallen by close to 20% over the last two weeks. All right, think about that, 20% in the last two weeks. Here's another one about Delta. Buy Delta stocks to gain 20% post-coronavirus. Markets have reacted strongly to the increase in cases of the novel coronavirus outside of China, and airline stocks have taken a particular big hit, with Delta Airlines falling nearly 20% over the last two weeks. In this analysis, we we take a look at how the company's stock reacted to the H1N1 epidemic of 2009 to understand whether it could go lower from here or it might be time to get in. So what I want you to take from these two articles is the fact that a lot of these um, companies, are, not, let me not say companies, a lot of these financial an, an analysis and analysts are stating that maybe this is a time to start buying in if you haven't started buying in already. A lot of these companies are at discounted rates. And we're talking about Apple, Delta, Marriott, Carnival Cruise Line. Anything that, that, that hits a global trade at this point has taken a huge haul and because of it are in discounted rates all these companies are going to go come right back to normal once this epidemic is over which it will right we're going to be we're going to get past this epidemic there's going to be a vaccine for it or some kind of medication we're going to get past from it once we get past from it everything's going to go back to normal and guess what the prices on these excuse me the prices on these stocks are going to go back up. They're no longer going to be on discounted price. Call this the Black Friday of the financial market. You should take advantage. That's what I'm doing. A lot of people are moving to commodities. And one of the things that most people are having a hard time nowadays is where to move the where to move their money, right? When especially when the market is falling. Most cases, many people move to gold. Um, I know there's Bitcoin out there. Uh, usually people would flock to the bonds, but with bonds being so low, right, with the with the Fed cutting rates as it is, it doesn't look lucrative to to sit your money there. I mean, if you want to save your money for for an interest rate of one percent for what a ten year ten year span, I mean, you're not gonna get anything out of that. But maybe it's the best thing out there. I prefer to stay with companies. Good solid companies that are going to be able to take the hit from such an epidemic and bounce back and be even better than before so that so that's one way of opportunity that i want you to want you to see another opportunity is uh the fact that the feds cut the rate again that means it's going to be very very cheap for those who can to buy housing not only buy housing, but to refinance their current mortgages, right? If if your current mortgage is around 6%, 5%, this is a great chance for you to refinance it and bring it down to almost 2 3%, uh, if not lower, right? For those buy, new buyers, um, millennials out there, I know how difficult it could be. For you guys, especially with uh, um, student loans, trust me, I, I carry my own student loan and it's a burden. It sucks. Right, and it's very hard to move from it because it's such a huge target on our back. But these are great incentives that the Fed gives out 
for you to to afford and buy a house at a very very cheap rate if we hit zero percent interest rate it's basically giving money away in that sense basically you can buy your house at zero percent interest rate think about it so these are a lot of incentives you can look at in different many ways that you could you could really really consume right now and then later on it's going to turn into huge dividends now aside from that um let's look at the personal right personal finance side of this epidemic what should you do what should you not do um, and again, this is all from my personal actions, personal experience. Right now, it's time to hold the fort, right? Minimize expenses, minimize unnecessary bills, and start saving, right? Three to six months worth of expenses. Have that emergency fund just in case anything happens. And when I say anything happens, I mean from the fear monger of an epidemic getting worse where people are flocking to the, to the grocery stores to start buying and hoarding things like if it was a hurricane right we've seen that you know how what a hurricane or a disaster does with fear and grocery stores the other thing is when it comes to medical health imagine if something happens to you or your family a loved one um they do get hit and i don't want to say um, i don't want to put the energy out there but they do they do get hit with the coronavirus you're gonna have to go to a doctor uh, medical bills and such that's gonna take a, a toll so right now you really want to buckle down. You want to uh, keep expenses off, pay off debt, and really, 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 really um, stay tight and just ride this out. Because again, it's going to end at some point. So let's take a moment and talk about the fear the coronavirus has brought to the world because that's what's driving everything right now. And we need a kind of distinct two fears that are going on and they're being intertwined as one. But in reality, it's two. The fear from the consumer side and the fear from the financial side. On the consumer side, the biggest fear is catching the corona itself, right? The fear that I might have to be quarantined for a couple of days because nobody knows how to cure this. Nobody knows how to detect it. It's just a big unknown right now. And as a consumer, I don't want to catch it. From the financial point of view, it's the fact that this virus can halt everything right now meaning commerce the fear is from the financial side is that the coronavirus is going to bring up the next recession so i know i've talked about recessions in my previous previous episodes you can go and check that out yeah. but i'll give you a little bit of an overview companies create products goods services consumers buy those products or services but those products and services and let's stick to products they're produced in other countries. Some are produced here in America. For example, China, China produces one quarter of the world's goods. Think about that. One quarter of the world's goods, it's produced in China. So if China goes down, one quarter of the world, right, one quarter of products of the world just disappeared. So let's take Apple, for example. Apple's phones are being produced in China. If China goes down, no more phones can be produced meaning nobody here in the United States can buy phones. That means I, Apple just lost revenue. If Apple loses revenue, it can fund its company. If it can't fund this company, it has to find a means and a way to sustain itself so it doesn't collapse. How do they go about that? The quickest way to do it is through salary, meaning they lay off people. And that's how the cycle begins. 
and it just rolls on and rolls on from one company to the other. The huge difference when it comes to recessions is that some companies are very well structured that they can handle such impacts, while others are heavy leveraged. And because they're heavy leveraged, meaning they have so much debt, they collapse. And that creates a downturn in the economy, meaning more people are laid off. And because more people are laid off, they don't have money in their pockets to spend. We need to understand that the United States, it's a consumer-based entity. Our biggest um, commodity, if you want to call it that, is consumerism. It's the fact that we buy everything. We create and buy everything. If that stops, if consumers stop spending money, our economy collapses. And that's the biggest fear. That's what leads to depressions. That's what leads to recessions. That's why you have the Fed, right, come in. And the Fed's role in all of this is basically to keep the economy of the United States rolling. Not too high, not too low, just in the right sweet spot. And they use that by, by, by flipping on and off the interest rate. When they lower interest rate, that makes borrowing money cheaper to stimulate the economy, meaning putting more cash, more cash out there, making people want to spend more. That means you, will, you would want to buy that car, you want to buy that house, you want to invest in this or invest in that. But again, the second consumers stop spending, everything freezes. And that's the fear from the financial side. And as consumers, we have to keep that aware. That's why I say, don't let the coronavirus fear get to you. Keep on your day to day. And again, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but make sure your personal finances are nice and tight. Make sure you update your budget and you're following your budget and you're saving money just in case this epidemic is a lot bigger than we assume. It could get worse, right? It could actually lead to a recession or a depression and you want to make sure you're good and you're tight and your defenses are up so you could live through this. Well, let me not say live through this. That kind of sounds kind of bad, but you could make it through this. And at the end of the day, instead of being negative, you'll be three times positive because you took advantage of the situation and you didn't let the situation take advantage of you. Thank you for listening. Again, I just wanted to give you an update because it feels like everything's been so crazy with this coronavirus thing. Hopefully, I'll get back on track with a regular podcast episodes, giving you guys some good taught lessons from my personal experience on personal finance and how it put me on the right place and on the right path to financial freedom. This is the Millinery Podcast.